This week on the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast, we chat with Tabby about Quench and Kickstarter. We also chat about releasing games on multiple consoles and Fantasy Tales Online. What's up, everyone? This is episode 36 of the TorontoGameDoes.com podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Steve, the main dude behind TorontoGameDoes.com. Uh, with me, as always, is Brett from Hard Circle. What's up? And uh, we have composing Dan back as well. Hello. And, <laughs> and joining us for a long overdue chat is Tabby from Axon Interactive. Hello. And, nice. Uh, Tabby. Hello. Hi. We, we've invited you to talk about Quench. Um, why, don't we, why don't we just start off with who are you, Tabby? Who am I? Okay, so I'm the co-founder of Axon Interactive. Uh I live in Toronto, and I'm making a game called Quench, nice. and I have been for some time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, what exactly is your role in Quench again? Well, uh, it's easier to actually talk about what isn't my role, but I I am like the creative director and producer. So, oh, cool. So, so I make the decisions. <laughs> yes. Nice. <laughs> and you guys are a team of four, right? Yeah, it's a core team of four, and then we've got. Um, sort of subcontractors and like satellite people that are working around us. Yeah. Nice. That's um, good. Yeah. We'll talk more, I guess we'll, we'll kind of go more in depth with quench, but why don't we just start off with Joe with, uh, with hype time. Yay. Hype. Sick. <laughs> I like it. Tabby had her own little thing there. I should just let her do hers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one day there'll be like a five minute like song intro for the hype time. <laughs> Yeah, whenever whenever Dan gets around, yeah, to that you should just do on. you should just do a supercut of all the times we said hype. That would be hilarious. Hype, yeah. hype, 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 hype. Definitely. <laughs> Maybe for episode like one hundred or something or fifty. Getting there. I'll go back and cut them all. Times you said hype on the show. Yeah, yeah, and that's the entire episode. Okay. <laughs> It'll probably add up to about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, director of hype. Director of Hype, let's hear some stuff. Uh, so no one sent me anything again. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep calling people out. So <laughs> You're the director of Hype, not, not, not your fan, not your like... Yeah, but the peeps. people should send me what they need to know. I don't scour the web for events. No, that's bullshit. You should be scouring the website or the, <laughs> the internet for what? events. Because that's what I do. I don't just that's, like... Oh. I just don't post stuff on Toronto Game Devs when people tell me, like when people pass stuff on to me. Oh, that's Is work. Is happening now? <laughs> What's that? Is this drama? Oh, oh yeah, I know. We're, it happens all the time. We're at each other's throats right now. Uh-oh. Game over. <laughs> all right, so I got one event. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah, it's, uh, well, Game Dev Drinks is uh, this Wednesday coming up, uh, the 18th. Uh, we're going to have O-Snap Games coming out talking uh, about Quasar. Um, I don't know what else they're going to have. I don't know if they're going to have a rally, a raffle for something, and or if their game is going to be displayed. It's just but, a rally, though. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could do a rally of some sort. Um, it is a pub, after all. <laughs> <laughs> we can figure something out. Um, yeah, so that's uh, Wednesday, 7 o'clock till closing time or whenever people want to leave. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for hype. I talked to when? Frank about it. A little bit. I asked him if he was going to bring a copy of the game. He said that they're going to see what they can do kind of thing. Yeah. I guess it is a bit of a process, right? Because, you know, mm-hmm. to really experience a game, you're going to need six computer, six monitors at least. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't sure. know what they're going to do. I haven't I haven't chatted with them yet because they've been pretty busy. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. Sorry, what were you uh, going to say, Tabby? 
I was gonna say when is when is the birthday of Game Dev Drinks? Oh, oh the one year anniversary? Yeah. It is uh well it's technically in June. Okay. It will be on June twenty second will be the one year anniversary. Oh uh, that's the day before my birthday. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have cake. Oh sweet. We'll have cake. <laughs> I'll nice. be there to celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I have been at, talking around to some people who have come out and actually talked at Game Dev Drinks, which you, well, Tabby's one of them. And uh, I think we're going to do like a one-year anniversary of just all the guests to show up and just, just network. I don't think I'm going to have a speaker. I think it's just going to be a pure party. So we'll see. Yeah, That's party. Awesome. Party. It's two parts. It's going to be a it, – we'll probably get uh, – it's just going to be a party. A little bit of – a little conversation and then just party. Sounds good. <laughs> That's really all you need. Isn't that like every game dev event ever? A little bit of conversation, but mostly drinking. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody's really awkward and would prefer <laughs> to just stand around and drink. <laughs> so that's that's happening in uh, June 22nd. will be the one-year anniversary for game dev drinks. Cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm surprised that it's uh, been a year. Like, Yeah, that snuck up. I didn't know it was that long. Well, who's the, who's the first person? The very first person was... Uh, Alex and Chris from Pixel Knots. They did the first one. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it was like 10 or 12 of us there. <laughs> it was so small. It was hilarious. Alex is and, the man. Uh, yeah, Alex is really nice. <laughs> I'm sure Chris, Chris is the man, nice. too. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know him. Don't talk he does not interact with me on Twitter as much, but yes. I just don't know him. I don't think I've ever met him. You, you probably haven't. Yeah. But he's usually well. If you were you know, the day you were at the uh, EGLX, he wasn't there. But no, Chris is just as dope. So yeah, if not doper. Uh oh, drama. I believe it's pronounced more dope. What? Okay. More dope. He's more, more dope. dope. Eh, they're both dope. <laughs> Maybe you'll meet him next next month. Yeah, man. Cool. Someone like racing stuff. No. <laughs> AKA that was bad. Nothing. That, that's the end of hype time. Isn't there like some event on in Toronto right now? Some like TCAP? Yeah, thing TCAP. Yeah, I totally missed that. Um, yeah, that's a comic book festival. Going, you right? should go. Comic books and arts and stuff like that. There are games there too, as I found out. Yeah, yeah I found out too. Yeah, Runbo's there. I know that. Yeah. Um, so I, I went mean, yesterday for a couple of hours. And I mostly just stood in the games area and then like people I knew came by and I got to talk to them, which was nice. So I didn't walk around that much, but there's a whole, uh, there's a whole section of games and they're all, I mean, it's all stuff that was made in Toronto for the most yeah. part and they're all really good. So I wish we had talked about it on the last podcast. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> I didn't well, know it was... is still on today. I mean, I suppose this isn't going to come out for a little while, but yeah, yeah it's so... not live, unfortunately, thankfully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, TCAF could have reached out to the hype team, you know, and just told us the director of hype, or the dire- the nope. director of hype could have just did some research. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa! Uh-oh. First F bomb of the night. Yeah, Man, that was that was early too. Early, very early. I'll edit that one. <laughs> it's so heated. <laughs> um, Seven minutes. So, so what about you, Tabby? Do you have any uh, any events popping up that you that you know of? So let's let's hype this up because um, Tabby, you got your Kickstarter going. So why don't you talk let's a little hype, bit about Quench and and whatnot? 
Okay, so, okay, do you guys want me to tell you what Quench is, or do people know that at this point? <laughs> uh, we, we have mentioned it on the podcast quite a bit, plus you read Game No Drinks, and we, we've talked about it, but why don't, for any new listeners, why don't you just uh, start from the beginning? Sure. So, Quench is a game where you are an avatar of nature, and you're controlling the weather to help herds of animals. So, um, you're playing this character, the shepherd, who's like the, the bird in the logo, if you see what our logo looks like. And uh, you're basically aiding Shaman, who is the leader of the elephant tribe, as she tries to collect all of these animals and, and make a pilgrimage. But along the way, there's like uh, these smoke beasts that come out that are kind of invading the land and, and they don't really know what's happening or, or why. Um, and so it's kind of a god puzzle game with like a lot of story. And uh, we're on Kickstarter right now. And our Kickstarter is ending on Friday. So we're very like, all right, guys, this is it. This is like the end times. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it feels to me because we haven't met our goal yet. So I'm a little bit worried, but um, but we're pretty close. So I've... I'm thinking I should I'm probably going to do something on Friday to celebrate slash cry. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> like live. I'm thinking something oh, live. I'll follow yeah. that Twitch. Yeah. Will <laughs> yep. you? Okay. Tabby's tears of tw- on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that is a gonna... tears of joy or sorrow? <laughs> so it's like Tabby's Schrodinger's tears. Like, <laughs> is it going to get funded or not? <laughs> tears of joy. Let's hope for that. Yeah. I think we should make a note that we are friends here. <laughs> Just in case they think I'm picking on you. <laughs> we yeah, do, we do know, know each all other. know each other. I'm not picking on Tabby. <laughs> you want to cry, huh? You want to cry? Yeah, you're going to cry? <laughs> I'll watch you cry. <laughs> hey, if it gets viewership, honestly, <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> Just turn it on and off like a faucet. No problem. <laughs> yeah. I can, I'll be so stressed out. I'm sure I can make it happen. <laughs> oh, man. So what are some of the, for anyone who's listening who hasn't fun, uh, who hasn't kicked it yet, what are some of the, like, um, rewards? rewards. And, and, yeah. <clears throat> So we're offering uh, we're offering the game for fifteen dollars, which I think is going to be either at or slightly less than the retail price. We're not really sure yet. Um, it won't be more. And uh, so the game you can get for fifteen dollars. There's a tier for twenty five where you can get the game in the soundtrack. So we have um, a soundtrack being composed by Adam Sakiyama, who's also local. It is really good. It sounds it has got like a lot of Lion King ish sort of musical tones in it I would say mixed with like a little bit of Avatar maybe some like Zelda thrown in there but anyway it's really good um, and then at for $35 you can get those two things plus a PDF of the art book and then at 75 you can get the actual art book which is going to be um, like a full color I think something like 50 page book of all the concept art plus a bunch of like story and lore and background that we haven't been able to fit in the game and um a map and some strategy and a bunch of other cool stuff so i'm really pretty excited about it actually (laughs) yeah so there let me actually just take a quick look at the kickstarter i i I pledged all right you did i saw that thank you you're welcome it is well (laughs) dan have you uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, <clears throat> Yeah. There's, there's a soundtrack, bro. Yeah. I want to get a soundtrack. 
Yeah. So when you when you say estimated delivery like September 2016, and that's all yeah. the, those are on the rewards for the the copy of the game. Is that sort of like a a loose like release date for the game or? Yeah, we're saying fall <laughs> or quarter four. Yeah, so it's going to come out know. this year sometime, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so are you guys that sort of like content complete and polished and stuff like that? Is that essentially it? No, at the, no, we wouldn't be raising money if we were. Right. But uh, we do. We are sort of feature complete, so we're we're building content right now. We're building levels. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. So it's all been planned. Like the story's been written, the levels are planned. Um, we have sketches for all of them, and like they've been prototyped. But we we actually need to physically build them in Unity, not physically. We need to build them in Unity and Hexels, and then we need to test the heck out of them. And then um, and there's still a lot of polish to be added. So right. that's kind of where we're at. Nice. nice. Yeah. And for you Wii U fans, there's a stretch goal for Wii U. So there right. is. I know, like get on it, guys. <laughs> I know. So for yes, thirty six thousand. So we're, uh, I think it's thirty six. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Um, twenty six is our is our initial goal, um, and then there's a stretch goal for voice acting, narration for the cinematics, and then after that is the Wii U goal, and it would be pretty cool. I think what we're gonna do is if we don't reach our stretch goals during the Kickstarter, mm-hmm. we're gonna continue it on our website, mm-hmm. so you'll be able to keep backing afterwards. That's cool. 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 Yeah. I hope you get the Wii U port. That'd be dope. Yeah, it'd be really cool. The art is really beautiful in this game. Thank you. Yeah, it's We're using Hexels, if I can talk about that. I don't know. Yeah, but... please do. Yes. Um, so have you guys heard of the art tool Hexels? Uh, yes, not... I did. I game dev drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's basically, it's like a tool for drawing like pixel art except not with square pixels so it allows you to draw with different shapes um and or and it's like extremely easy to use and you can export in a whole bunch of different formats to do other stuff with it uh so we're using trixels which are the like triangle shaped pixels Mm. for um like all our textures and the the cinematics all the 2d art the character portraits and all of that and then um we actually use the hexels like the the titular hexels, which are the, the hex-shaped or six-sided um, shapes, to you, to create the map. So the terrain of the map is all actually painted in hexels, and then we wrote an importer that imports that into Unity and interprets it as all the things in the simulation. So the height and the other things like surface water, groundwater, sand, level, mm-hmm. heat. Um, yeah, there's a bunch of things. Awesome. So it's pretty cool. And actually, when I, I went to GDC earlier this year, and uh, I finally got to meet Ken Kopecki, who is the creator of Hexels, and the, the Marmoset team. So Marmoset owns Hexels now. It started as an independent thing, and it got bought. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all amazing people. And I just I really love the team, and I love the tool. And if you get a chance to like try it out, you should. There's a free trial. <laughs> So is there, yeah, I'd be curious to try some other games that uses this as, as sort of their, their basis. I'm assuming since it's a platform that's already established, there's some other people who've, like, adopted it? No, nope, it's an art tool. We're the only ones so far who are using it in oh. the way that we're using it. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. 
Oh, so they should be hyping you up hard then. Yeah, totally. They are. Actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're really nice. Um, and also they love what we're doing. But uh, we, when we saw, met them at GDC, we did actually sort of form an agreement or they said it was okay if we eventually released the tool that we that we created to, to do the Hexels to Unity import mm. um, on the asset store. So we're hoping that event, like after our game comes out, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna i think release the tool for other people to use yeah that's really interesting for other devs for sure yeah. very cool we get the, yeah we're the, just waiting so that we don't get copied right away <laughs> yeah 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 that's a smart idea <laughs> just as a friendly reminder this podcast is uh released for patrons early and released for the general public on monday so if you're listening to this it's most likely during the week and as Tappy mentioned, the Kickstarter ends on Friday. So uh, if you're listening to this before Friday, when is that, May 20th? Yep, at uh, 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> so Friday night, um, make sure you, you check out the Kickstarter and back it. Uh, speaking of patrons, just want to give a shout out to Lee, Tyler, Renaud, Stephen, Toby, Dan, Anthony, Chris, Devon, Rory, and Tabby. Uh, thanks, everyone. And Brett. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> just a reminder. Constant reminder, Brett's not a patron. <laughs> you know what? I'll become a patron when we hit 100 patrons. Done. I'll be 101. <laughs> Wouldn't you I mean, that is your goal, then. Wouldn't yep. you want to be 100? Nope. Okay. When the we hit 99, I will patron. be the 100th patron. Wouldn't you, <laughs> so, to all our viewers out there who are watching and listening. Wouldn't you rather be the 13th patron, lucky number 13? No, it's not a lucky number. Oh. Are you sure? <laughs> it, it's my lucky number, but no. But no. <laughs> Long story short, ninety nine. I will do. I will be number one hundred. Long story short, I'm never going to be a patron. Long story short, back quench. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's, that's the long story short. That that's the point of that whole conversation. Yeah, Dan, back it. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Hey, I'm going to. <laughs> Thank right? you. Right, I did talk about how much did we all back? <laughs> like, no, give me a hard time. No, I back the most. Did you? Um, no, I don't know. I had 25. I did the 25. I got the soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I did too. The 25. Boom. But the art book, guys, it's so nice. I'm just telling you, it's going to be really nice. Which uh, one's art books? At the oh, that's 35. At 35, you can get the like digital copy. Ooh. Yeah, upselling. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> you okay. You make me think about Kickstarter a little bit more because, like, when I was like, this is just totally off. I'm not like slamming your Kickstarter or anything like this, but you're making me think about the pledges and what you offered. Yeah. I didn't even go to 35. Like, honestly, I was looking at him like, yeah, okay, 15. I don't, that's too small. I'm like 25. That's tight. I get this and that. I'm do- dope. Yeah, and I looked yeah. at 30 and I was like, I don't really want two copies. You know, like, and then I'm just like shut down. I'm not going any farther. But yeah, now the I see- early bird, it's the early bird one, right? It's a little bit of yeah. a weird one. I actually recently uh, recapped it at a lower like mm-hmm. number of people mm-hmm. so that it will sell out because I don't, it's not like, it's not that useful a tier. Yeah. <laughs> but I was actually like looking at it as the tier. I'm like, I wonder if that, cause I didn't even go to 35 to see where the art book was. Cause I'm like, Oh, there's an art book. Jeez. I should have looked because now I'm sitting there. I'm wondering, I'm like, I wonder if that $30 one just instinctively made me go, no, I'm done. I'm no. doing 25. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm curious about this now, just how my brain worked. I don't know. 25 is uh, like a Kickstarter average. That is yeah. like the average pledge, mm-hmm. including for games. 
Like now so, I need to do like some more research about this. <laughs> you should. I will say that besides the game like level itself, the 35 tier is the most popular tier. That's so. awesome. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, now, oh, well, now I'm looking at it. I'm like, damn, I should have went with the 35 because I didn't even go past 30. As soon as I saw two copies, I'm like, don't need it. 25 it is. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can alter your pledge, though, I think, right? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. There you go. Right, you can alter it, and and you can actually do one. I like how you're all doing this live, apparently. <laughs> live on the podcast. <laughs> Yo, I, I think Steve do. will take Pledge 1000 or more. That's so, it. That's the one you're you know, taking. Somebody random actually did that. Like, there are three backers at $1,000. Yeah. Two of them I know, mm-hmm. but one of them is a stranger. Really? Really? Yeah, I, I met them at IndieCade. Amazing. Yeah. Seth, you should contact them to see if there's... You know, more investment that they want to do. Uh, uh. yeah. <laughs> no. Was that an incredibly generous uh, donation that you made? Yeah. <laughs> do you know any friends? Um, yeah. I get. I well. Anyway, yes. It was cool. Thank you, complete stranger. How about that? Thank you. Yeah. You're the best. I did. I sent them a very warm thank you. <laughs> awesome. Cool. So, Quench, check it out on quick Kickstarter. Um, and let's get this thing funded. It's pretty close, though. It's it's. You're almost there. We're almost there. We got a couple, like, I think 6,000 more to raise. Something like that, 7,000. So about 7,000. You're just under 19. So with five days left, it's just under 19 uh, of the 26 goals. So we're about 7,000. Yeah. So. yeah. A, I mean, how often does it happen that, that uh, you know, a, a publisher sweeps in in the last minute, too? Because I've, I've, heard, I've heard that story a, quite a bit lately. It happened to my buddy Tyler. Um, and, happened to uh, Thrive Games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know about publisher, but like an investor came in and said, right. if you could raise X, we'll fund the rest of it. And X hmm. was much lower than their, like, it was like 25% of what they had originally intended. So it was much lower. Wow. Well, we're further along than that. I don't think, uh, I don't know. Nobody's, <laughs> nobody's approached me about that at this point. Although we have been approached about other stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Stuff yep. I can't talk about, but yep. stuff is coming. <laughs> I, I've still sworn secrecy to. Actually, by the time the podcast comes out, it might have been announced already. So. Oh, that's cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you, okay. That's a that's a <laughs> keep, post. Keep right your there. eyes out. Yep. That's a we'll post. We'll see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good luck. I, I hope you guys get it. Thank you. Quench oh, too. Okay, we don't know what we're talking about. But anyway, <laughs> no, I do. Well, half the people here don't know what. Well, yeah. <laughs> but we can speculate. Yes, we can. <laughs> but what other games are you hyping this week? Yeah, well, are we going on to news? <laughs> well, yeah. So the hype time is usually just events and stuff. Are we done with hype? The director of hype. Are we done? <laughs> yep. Uh, maybe next week you can actually do some research instead of just expecting people to do stuff for you. That being said, though, if anybody does want us to talk about their event, then we would love to talk about it. So just yep. let us know. And we will talk about it. For sure. I'm a busy dude, by the way, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Playing that PS4 that doesn't exist? All right. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Playing imaginary PS4. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> let's, play, let's do some of that news time. News, news, news. <laughs> I was drinking water that time. Damn it. I missed it. <laughs> Just gargle in the background. Word. It's news time, yo. <laughs> um, what order are we in here? Okay. First, uh, only three things because this week was busy. But today, so <clears throat> I can't remember if we talked about this before or after, or after recording, but today is like Toronto Game Day for me. So 
I'm like severely behind on a lot of things, <clears throat> including emails. So if you've emailed me in the last like three weeks and I've ignored you, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna jump back on the wagon today. There's a couple things that I need to get doing, but mm-hmm. there are three things. So let's jump right in. So number one, Fancy Tales Online hit Steam early access. So this is a kind of an indie MMO that's been being developed by a team of three. I think one of them is said was in Utah because we were talking about the Utah Jazz, uh, mm-hmm. and and I think one of the guys is in Toronto or one of the guys is in Toronto. I forget where the other person is, but uh, it's a in the MMO that they keep like pumping out like patches and and updates for it's kind of just like slowly becoming um, full fledged. Like I remember seeing this like a year ago and uh, and it was kind of bare bones and now it's evolving into something. So there's a trailer there that's on Steam Early Access and I think it's a f- I think I'm pretty sure it's free to play. Let me double check. Cold Tea, Cold Tea Studios. Yeah, it's it's free to play. Yeah, so free to play. So give it a shot. I think there's like a like a twenty dollar like um, thin frontier pack. Yeah, exactly. I've never played um, an MMO before. Never. What? Never. Not once. Really? I, I, I just I like the the more succinct, tight, just story that I play through by myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I don't really. I haven't seen the appeal of it yet, but it's probably because I haven't really jumped into one before. Like I know people who've just been sucked right into them. Yeah, and they just you know that's all they do. Oh, you know? the first year of university, I was addicted to WoW. That's all I played. Totally, that's all I did. Totally. Um, so I'm, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, not, I'm, I'm kind not, of with Dan. I don't really play long game like like that. I don't play games that are that would take more than like a JRPG. Worth well, of yeah, like I want I want a focus. <laughs> I want like a target, and I want to get invested in the characters. Yeah, the story and stuff like that. I the MMO. Uh, like I said, I haven't really tried one, really. So, if I, what, what one should I try? Do you guys know? Uh, you'd probably start with WoW. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah. I but mean, uh, like, what's the story like in WoW, or or is no, this something non-existent? Yeah, like no, there's a, there is a story. <laughs> people hate is each it just other like an overarching story about yeah, like a, about factions and stuff? Like, not really. Yeah, but nothing in the world can really change because everybody's that's, starting from a different point. That's technically not true anymore okay they have like this like system i can't remember how i can't explain it but like when you do like campaign stuff like story stuff um the world alters for you you and your experience so you can't actually see this stuff ex- like evolve it's actually pretty interesting they started it in uh, wrath of lich king okay and i don't know where it's gone since then but it's it, there is the story side of things is pretty involved it's pretty cool I know, like the I know I I play Elder Scrolls Online, um, mm. and <clears throat> it it kind of has a story that you're like following, um, mm. but I I just ignore it. Uh, I know like the Star Wars Knights of the Knights of the Republic. I don't know if it's still like a thing, but I know that one had a lot of like story and cutscenes and stuff. They're kind of like, emphasizing that a little bit more. Yeah, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen kind of has a little bit more of a story. Like I think the <clears throat> I think the MMOs of the past. EverQuest mm-hmm. and the original WoW and stuff like hey. that. They didn't really have um, they didn't really have stories. Mm-hmm. But I think now well, EverQuest had a story. Did it? I don't remember the story. Mm, I that was my first MMO. I played it like religiously. Yeah. Well, was, it was super hard. Like that that story is oh man. EverQuest Something was the dragons. <laughs> I totally forget. It's like twenty years old now. Yeah. EverQuest is was it, brutal. Is it like you, largely about like stat? building and building your character in a, in a oh, yeah. world not necessarily 
you know, there's that side of it too. Saving the damsel in distress or whatever that happens to be. Like, uh, you know, I, when I think of, you know, the JRPGs and stuff that I liked back in the day, it was definitely, you know, obviously the Final Fantasy, the Breath of Fire, Dragon Quest, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It just, it was just kind of like succinct. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at a Chrono Trigger, it almost felt, it almost felt like open world in a way but synced for like 80 hours of gameplay <laughs> yeah yeah well that's the thing right because with one of these it's like 80 friggin years of gameplay like it's, it never stops you know what i mean yeah um i don't remember the story in everquest everquest is brutal because you need like a group to do anything playing so yeah is really tough i used to game. play as a cleric and i was just a mean clerk i wouldn't heal, heal anybody it was awesome <laughs> i was at a ranger that's another part of the appeal, I guess, eh? Like starting your own groups or guilds or whatever it is. Yeah, for like any MMO that I played, I always played with like my best friends at the time. Mm-hmm. And I haven't I haven't played an MMO in a long time just because I'm kind of in that age group now where I'm like, yo, I got a life. Yeah, it's I got tough. things to do. I would you I know, I can't commit anymore. I can't do an MMO where you have to pay monthly for. It. Oh, there's that too. Um Plus, I'm just too busy. I cannot like like if you think about it, college Brett versus work career brett is like yeah we don't have time for mmos anymore except for fantasy tales i saw a twitter post today that was like game modes should be labeled as like full-time part-time and unemployed (laughs) i thought that was uh, on point (laughs) that's totally true that's totally true that is true (laughs) that's awful (laughs) but if you're looking for a free-to-play mmo that's locally developed fantasy tales online um follow them on twitter too because they do post a lot of stuff and they're like i feel like every time i see them tweet they're like oh we updated this we did this so they're it's definitely a changing um game as mmos usually are um mm-hmm. so check it out it's on i think it's on mac too so. it's got a really nostalgic vibe definitely reminds me of oh yeah it's a, it has that 16-bit like sega genesis snes like style to it right definitely which cool. i'm down with so also down with that me too tabby Tabby's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Fine. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Just the silence says it all. Greedy or bust. Pexels are nothing, yo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I right. could talk at length about 3D, so whatever. <laughs> all right, moving right along. But he will not. <laughs> Lovers in Dangerous Space Time get a four-player update. What? Sweet. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So I didn't know. So I thought this came out of total left field. And then I was looking through their Twitter and noticed that they had been teasing it the whole time. So I missed that. Um, but yeah, they, they released a free four player like co- uh, couch co op uh, mm. update. So normally it was only two. Um, and you run around the little ship and you each have your little job to do. And now it's four player, which is kind of like, I guess, because there's only there's three guns the, mm. the shield, the super weapon. And the the driving, yeah. so now you just always have someone driving, I guess, and then the other three moving along the other five. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming with the patch means that like the levels would just be way more hectic in terms of enemies. But I don't know, sure. It's out for PC mm-hmm. and Max and Linux right now, and the patch will be out for Xbox One, PS4 soon. That's cool. I need to get like three more friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the unemployed so difficulty. Sad. Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the unemployed the. Oh, do you have a group of unemployed friends? Yeah. No, I don't. They don't They don't give you uh, more enemies. It's just the unemployed difficulty. <laughs> Perfect. Actually, um, that would be the employed difficulty, wouldn't it? 
Um, has anyone here played uh, Lovers in Dangerous Space Time? Yeah, I yeah. did it like a demo. I don't have the full version yet, but I, I did play it when it was at Gamer Camp like a couple years ago. Yeah. And it was really good. Yeah. I I played it when it came out on PS4. Uh, my girlfriend and I played it, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, going to review it, and then I couldn't, I couldn't write the review. Like, I was just trying to write a review, and then I realized I'm not a writer, and uh, just buy the game. That's the review right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, ten out of ten. I would say yeah, nine nine out of ten. I would say it's a really freaking good game. I, I what? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. A nine? Yeah. Oh my god, whatever. It was your game of the year last year. I know, but it doesn't get. I don't give just because it's my pick of the year doesn't mean it's a nine out of ten. Brett's ten out of ten is four out of ten. Uh oh. Did it change my life and pay my rent while I played it? Nine out of ten. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're oh i'm excited about this next one too boom uh yeah so, uh, moving right along then number th- number three studio mdhr oh that, yeah i don't know if that stands for anything but uh i just wanted to write about cuphead because we t- we talked about it last podcast didn't we or maybe two podcasts ago but mm. um dan actually mentioned how they're like hand drawing like all the different animations and they've actually like sent out tweets that kind of show the different animations. So this this game is a feat. Yeah, yep. it definitely is. It's a total feat because, uh, yeah, I've mentioned on the podcast a couple times. The the lady who had a locker right beside mine in high school, she uh, she's working on this and she's doing all the inking for this game, mm-hmm. and she's literally going through entire boxes of inking pens, putting this thing together. It's insane. Totally insane. Yeah, it looks no, no doubt. It looks crazy. Like all the different, like you're the, playing Steamboat Willie and like Betty Boop. You're just playing it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's an animation that you are controlling yourself. It's quite something. I agree. I've I've been trying to get a hold of these guys just to see if they would come into game dev drinks, mm-hmm. and still hasn't happened. Yeah, they're probably busy inking. Oh, they yeah. are like they are I'm like keep yeah. bugging them though. I will. I'm sure they have their heads down, just just peeling through stuff. So I think a, it's supposed to be released soon too. <clears throat> says uh, I think it's just it's you know sometime this year. Really? Um, wow. I thought so. Well, wh- when was this shown? It was shown at E3 last year. So, yeah. Hmm. At last year's E3, they announced that it was delayed to this year. Hmm. Yeah, probably. I watched all the new footage and whatnot, and it seems as though wow, yeah, this. But it seems as though it's all still boss fight footage. I was wondering if there was going to be like a platformer element to this. I know there's some boss fights that are like mm-hmm. platforming is part of the fight. But I was wondering if there's going to be some other platforming involved. But ha- I haven't seen like hints of that yet. But mm. still, these boss fights are absolutely like just killer. I mean, in, in more ways than one, in every sense of the word. Like you're just getting pummeled the entire yeah. time. This looks really, really tough unforgiving but that's cool it's like fun unforgiving mm-hmm. yeah they do it with a smile they kill you with a smile in this game <laughs> <coughs> i'm down with this yeah so there is a, a 12 minute i guess it's like an ign let's play from pax east mm-hmm. um i thought i saw like some. i thought i was watching this and i thought saw something that was sort of like a shop or something like that yeah there's, the soundtrack's yeah, there's, also going to be really good it's all live it's all live like uh big band recordings oh yeah yeah 
they got a guy writing an ah, I can't remember his name unfortunately, but he uh, he's doing a great job. Nice. Yeah, the whole I can't wait. I will probably be picking it up like right away. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, it's just super nostalgic. It just reminds me of watching the cartoons back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Future nine out of ten from Brett. <laughs> uh, it's, still, it's still sitting out of four. <laughs> Does, four like every, <laughs> Does like every game just get a four? Is that just where they start? That's where they start. But like I've never That's heard you give a game anything less. lower than a three. <laughs> That's why they always start at four. But I've never heard you give a game higher than like a five. It's like, oh, a native character? Okay, five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on my process, all right? <laughs> I uh, to get higher than a four, you have to like blow my mind. <laughs> what is I, and Cuphead is not going to blow your mind. Yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, visually it'll blow my mind. Visually, but, yeah, visually for sure. But I okay, and send send the hate tweets. It's all right. This no, game, but there's also it's going to play like every other game though. It's not. Yeah, it's I not a game that's going to revolutionize how I play a game. Visually, yeah, it's beautiful. Music, it'll be beautiful. But it won't be something I haven't played yet. And that's right. just the curse of playing ga- I've been playing games for 30 years, 30 plus years. So I'm not expecting a new experience from Cuphead. But visually, yeah, this is a new experience for my eyeballs, technically, even though I've seen this art in my, like on TV, yeah. But I look forward to playing it. It's not, but it's not revolutionary. So. Visually, for me, it's revolutionary. But like, but I, but what I get, what you're saying is like, I don't, under, I don't know what the depth of this game is aside from that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. like, what have we seen so far? Is some run, jump, and uh, some shoot 'em up stuff. All, all boss battles. So, right now. And yeah, so it's your basic ghouls and ghosts standard right now. So just yeah, actually, just when you boil it right down. Yeah, I wonder up, what up the depth is. Down is 100 percent ghouls and ghosts. Mm-hmm. So it's like um, until I play it. What was that Sega Genesis uh, shoot 'em up? Ah, I'm blanking. Oh, are you thinking of? Uh, oh, I know, I know it. Oh shoot! What is that? Gunstar Heroes. Gunstar Heroes. Yes, thank oh. you. That one was mostly boss fights, if I remember correctly. Actually, th- this could be kind of Gunstar Heroes ish too. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh yeah, I meant to download uh, Ghosts and Ghouls because it's on the Wii U eShop. This game is Gunstar Heroes. Now that I think <laughs> about it. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because I totally forgot you shooting this game. <clears throat> 28 years of playing games. I guess it's not as much, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. You, you tend to forget games when you've been playing them so long. At least I remember the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my shade. That's what we do. <laughs> What's that? It's all love. Yeah, oh, it's all tape. It's, it's all from a. It's all from a, a place of love. I haven't Don't even get these guys how, talking about sports, man. Oh, I haven't even mentioned how the Spurs suck. That's <laughs> uh, all right. I can I can deal with it. Or how the Raptors but, uh, have more playoff wins this year than Spurs. That's that's fine. We still have more rings. Yeah. Well. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. We still have more championships, more banners. It doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, Raptor fan. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a hater. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that's my four. That's how my four out of ten works. So <laughs> just bringing it back, uh, Tabby. Tabby, my job on the podcast is to tame the hate. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my job. I'm just going to stay quiet <laughs> while they talk about sports. 
That's well, often what most everyone does. Yeah. <laughs> That's when the, everyone just stops listening to the podcast in general. It's like, oh, all right. to end. Just scan, <laughs> scan through. All right, yeah. no, more, no more sports. <laughs> we didn't even, yeah, all right. That's fine. <laughs> what? We can talk about sports later. Are you watching the no, game uh, today? Yeah, I'll, I'll be watching it while I'm working on some stuff. Very cool. Yeah, same. Um, that's it for news time. News, news, news. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> um, yeah, Cuphead. Check it out. Uh, hopefully, I, I guess like maybe news time isn't over yet, but uh, I'm assuming that it'll be they'll be at E3 because I think Xbox is like hyping this one quite a bit. So because well, they'll be at E3, 100. But I, what I mean is more so during the press conference, or they'll actually get like they won't just be like buried underneath. Uh, stuff hmm. i'm gonna try to meet up with them um i think sweet. they're gonna get some love from the xbox for sure well they're yeah they're, this is an xbox one exclusive i don't know if they have any announcements for their like the whole uh windows platform if they're going to be on anything else with windows mm-hmm. like pc windows like it says steam pc but there's the whole windows platform too yeah. so i'm curious if they're involved with that they probably are so does this game already have like a cup like a steam page Mm, I don't know. I've never so, bothered to look. Okay, I got a question. Doesn't look like it. So, when something is exclusive to um, whatever you know, Xbox, PlayStation, whatever it happens to be, yeah. is that? Uh, I mean, are there varying levels of exclusivity in terms of uh, you know this is not going to be released anywhere else, or this, yeah, or it's only exclusive for a certain amount of time, and then you're, you know, you can put it anywhere. So, marketing yeah. wise, I think yeah. when they say like exclusive. They they don't care about PC and they just really mean console exclusive. Like it's not going to come out for PS4 or Wii U. Not not necessarily. That's what I think they usually mean though, because like it says it coming exclusive to Steam and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I think what they mean when they say that is just like only these two consoles. But they seem to. I feel like they kind of like separate like PC gamers and like console gamers. And but don't. does that restrict uh, the possibility that, say, two years from now, it could pop up on Wii, Wii U or something, or on, on X or something like that? It, it really depends on the deal that they make with the mm-hmm. console. Yeah, because right. like it, it. Yeah, I mean, the first as a massive- developer, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't. Want, sorry, to, not to interrupt, but as a developer, I wouldn't want to to be completely exclusive because well, you know, I would say really, like, if yeah. there's funding attached like, yeah if, 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 if Microsoft is uh, pulling up the truck with the money <laughs> you're signing yeah I know yeah. but but <laughs> you know I would definitely try and negotiate yeah it's it's exclusive for you know well, yeah. three years or something yeah, like that would. yeah uh, like, well, exclusive forever you know in perpetuity or whatever for the rest of the time uh, you know obviously <laughs> that's an option that, that you could choose to to sign or not but didn't that happen with mass effect one or something mass effect one i think was actually like published by microsoft studios yeah so it'll never see the light of day anywhere else but but it did come out on ps3 as a comic book no no no, as a game yeah as a game it's not playable on ps3 oh yeah it is yeah i've got i've got the trilogy yeah but i thought the part one was a comic book iteration like it wasn't the actual game no No, it it came out on ps3 (laughs) like way after like PS3 came out in 2012. Yeah, yeah. And that was after Mass Effect 2. So, like, when Mass Effect 2 first came out, you did have that comic or whatever. And then I think when 3 came out is when 1 was, like, coming out as well. So Right. It was, like, a long time. That was, like, five years. So, um, I'm trying to think of so, others. I think, uh, I'll have to take Super a look Meat, at that. I think Super Meat Boy was another one. 
that they it just came out on like PS Vita and PS4, and mm-hmm. for the longest time they only had to deal with like Xbox. Yeah. So, so there's things like that. Yeah, and I'm assuming yeah. Cuphead is another one of those. Yeah, what Tabby said makes the most sense to me. It's just, you know, the, the deal is the deal, and if they uh, and there probably exists every type of deal, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. Not sometimes necessarily you have standard leverage, and sometimes you don't, right? So Sorry. Sometimes you have leverage as a developer, and sometimes you don't. If you're an unknown developer, like if you're us, <laughs> for example, <laughs> and you've never made a game before, and you get a deal from a console, for example, to to like say, okay, you're going to be exclusive on this console. You can't do any other consoles, but you can do PC, for example. Okay, right. Um, why wouldn't we take it? Mm-hmm. Like it's you know, like it's probably mm-hmm. just an, an an opportunity that we would not have had at all, especially if they say, oh, and we'll throw in like, you know however much money to finish the game you kind of have to right at that point yeah if usually i think the way it goes is that if money is offered exclusivity comes with it Mm -hmm. if it's if it's not funding like if they're just offering you the ability to be on their platform but they're not like Mm. enticing with money then generally it's not going to be an exclusive deal Mm -hmm. Uh, that makes sense there was um i forget the game and the studio i think it was it was a canadian studio i'm pretty sure but they released a game, uh, and it, they released it on all consoles, like PS4, Xbox One, Wii U, and PC. And they actually talked about how that kind of hurt them in the end, because they were just, they didn't, like, get to focus on, like, one system. And, yeah. And, uh, and it ended up, like, they feel it ended up hurting the sales and, and, and the product, because they're trying to, like, generalize too much. But they're like such a small studio, and I forget the like I forget the studio and, and the game. But it was an article that they like posted a few months ago. Yeah, um, I'm trying to. I think I've heard of what you're or like. You think I've read the article you're talking about? And I'm trying to remember what dev it was, and I don't remember. But uh, it was Canadian dev, and the game was similar to that uh, to that arrow shooting game. Um, I'm blanking on that now too. Powerball. Towerfall, yeah, it was oh. similar. Yeah, it was similar to Towerfall. Thanks, Brett. That's thirty years of gaming. Uh, that's similar to Towerfall, but it wasn't Towerfall. But it started as like an OUYA project or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're down with that because Towerfall started as an OUYA project, and yeah. then they yeah. decided to go to consoles. Right. Yeah. Huh. Um, and I forget. I think the other thing is that if you're going to oh, be... you're talking about uh, Toto's thingy. Oh, was it Toto Temple? Yeah, by Juicy Beast. Is, are they? That's, that's the article I believe you're talking about. Yeah, that might be right. Ninety-nine percent chance is right. Totally. So, so it was, <laughs> it was uh, not a great thing to be released on all consoles uh, at the same time. Essentially, is what the article was saying. Yeah, because so. it's it's a lot to port. Like it's a lot to develop, right? So, so, and then you have to support it all at the same time too. So was it the lack of? Um, focus on one console or was it spreading themselves too thin across three and the amount of work that it would take to, to get them to work like well on all three that that hurt them in the end I Here, I'll, I'll post it in the skype chat and i'll post it on the article when i post the podcast but basically the title yeah, article is releasing an indie game on three consoles at once and failing financially um yeah. i definitely have read, read that yeah <laughs> failing financially. I, that makes sense i mean that that's a lot more money you have to pump into uh making it successfully functional on all three. Yeah, but then also think that there's if they have a marketing budget, mm-hmm. now your marketing has to be split between these three audiences, right? You can't just focus it all on the one. 
So yeah. your penetration for each console, like how many people or your whatever conversions, right. are going to be lower too. So. Yeah, that's why you have to, like, you have to stagger it out as an indie, but then you got to pick the best ones first. Yeah. So you focus on Sony because they have the most install base, and then you tw- tw- like just trickle down. Like Sony yeah. and Sony and PC at the same time would be the ideal situation. Well, you want to stagger it too, so that media keep talking about it because you can. Yeah. Because if people are writing articles every time you do something new, mm-hmm. if you release on three consoles all at the same time, that's one article. Yeah. But if you release them six months apart or three months apart or whatever, yeah. now you've got spikes of people paying attention to your game. And that mm-hmm. should that's a good point. You turn can't, into a sales spike. You can't blow your PR load right at the beginning. Yeah. But it still costs Thanks. a lot. Of, it's still going to cost money. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's that's the downside for being indie is the marketing marketing budgets are not our friends. Yeah. yeah. It's a. Actually, yeah, it's a solid article. Uh, I'm just kind of like briefly going over it. They don't. They kind of just mentioned about how like development on all the platforms sort of hurt the game in the end because that time was just spent out. Like that time developing on all four consoles was spent on mm-hmm. that instead of like you know improving the gameplay oh. or something like that. So yeah. it's the age old story of biting off more than you can chew. I think so. Uh, it's been a while since I read it. I'm going to revisit this, but I'll post it in the in the um, the podcast like post just so listeners know what we're kind of talking about. But give it a read. It's pretty interesting. And they kind of go over, like, sales data, like, which ones, uh, you know, where it's sold the yeah. best and stuff. I, I, I get that because in, in a lot of different sort of facets and creatively and whenever you're making anything pretty much, I find that limitations always create the best work in the end. When you have a limitation, you got to do the absolute best you can with those limitations. Uh, the, the work is always stronger. And I find... If you don't have any, if I have access to absolutely every single instrument and every single microphone and every single, uh, you know, pitch and style of music, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do anything good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I need to I need to find that zone and, and get those limitations together and understand what something is supposed to be yeah. to make the most out of it. Yeah, I agree. Um, when we were trying to come up with the art style for Quench and That's eventually settled on Hexel. That's like a huge, it's, it is a self-imposed limitation, right? We started exactly. with like, uh, okay, well, we could do anything. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, within a certain budget. Yeah. And, and then as we experimented with that, we were like, this is not, like, we need something more constrained than this. Like, yeah. We, yeah. That's a perfect example. Because then you look at the art of the game. The art looks beautiful. It looks great. It looks very you know, I hesitate to use the word stylized because it's so overused, but it, but it is. It, it's like, I've never seen anything quite like it, you know? Yeah, it, and well. it was born of, of a limitation of sorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is smart. Uh, I think that's good for topic. Um, let's actually, where, where are we at time wise? Yeah, 50 minutes. Let's actually start wrapping this up. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. Um, Brett. So, what have you been playing this week? Well, homie, I've been playing <laughs> just like tons of stuff. Have you beat Stick of Truth yet? Oh yeah, I beat it. I beat yeah. it. Did I not mention? We haven't had a. I haven't been on. Wait, have I mentioned? I don't even. You didn't mention beating talk. stick of truth. I don't yeah, I did beat it. it. I beat it. Uh, it was it was all right ending. Um, four out of ten, solid. <laughs> yeah, four out of ten, solid. That's that's, exactly, I, okay, that's worth I, more than a four out of ten. Come on. No. What? No. Four out of ten. You must not be a South Park fan then. I am a South Park fan. I don't believe it. 
okay, I'll give it a bump five. Five. For, okay, great. For, because it's South Park and the content made me laugh. So, but it should lose a point because their achievement system is just ass. So six so, out of ten is what you're saying. No, it should be a four. Yo, miss, there's like a ton of missable trophies, yeah, right? Yeah, I hate missable trophies. I do too. Um, so that's why it gets back down to a four. So it's a four out of ten. Yeah, I, I could feel that. I'm down with that. Thank you. Okay, my so, official review eight. <laughs> eight is my official review. It, it is a good. It is a good experience. Like if, but there's nothing new to it. So no, actually, I, but as a fan hand- of the show, oh man, it's ever fun yeah. to get through that game. Yeah, but it's very handholdy at the same time, which is. Like yeah. If you've never played an MMO, this is a good starting ground, I guess. I don't know. Um, you mean MMO so, or RPG? Oh, sorry, yeah, RPG. Okay. If you haven't played an RPG, this is a good starting place yeah, to yeah. like learn. Um, but I've been playing this dope game. Uh, it's called Chariot. It's by uh, uh, Montreal team uh, Freema. I think that's how you pronounce them. And uh, it's it's interesting. It's actually going to get a. It's it's up to maybe a six. Oh shit! Just because it has a unique uh, gameplay mechanic, so it got a bump for something I haven't played yet. Hey, what uh, what would you give uh, Stardew Valley? Uh, okay. If I was not like going to fanboy out because I love Harvest Moon, it it'd get a solid four. Because <laughs> it's the same experience. No, it's it is literally the same experience of Harvest Moon. There's nothing new to it. And Harvest so. Moon was a four. Oh right, right, right. Chariot. Far- yes. Harvest has become uh, Harvest Moon is like a nine because that's oh, like the okay. OG, wow. right? That's yeah. A, well, when, uh, first, when Harvest Moon first came out, that's like a ten, man. That that like blew my mind. That game. So, but everything afterwards is a four. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, I should write these Chariot all out. Was uh, was a one of the guest stars on Rumble. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, I totally yeah. forgot about the. One of their characters is in that. I think the princess or the princess, prince. Yeah. I can't remember if they're princes or princesses in this game. I but uh, I, I'm enjoying the game. It's pretty solid. Um, it's a little boring, but it's it's fun. I don't know. I can't explain the challenge it. challenge of it? Yeah. It just gets quite repetitive. I think that's the only thing about it that I'm not liking is the repetitiveness. But um, it's a fun little experience. I'm, I'm enjoying that. Like I enjoy moving the chariot around. I'd like to play co-op. I'm playing single player. Um, they don't have online co-op, so that would probably knock it down to a five. So, <laughs> but local local co-ops there, and I don't have any friends to play it with. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a good game. I would highly recommend it. If no one's played it yet, I would definitely recommend everyone playing it. I didn't realize it's on PS4. Take a look at it now. Oh, it's on PS4. Mm. Yeah, I'm playing it on Steam. It's a good co- it looks like it would be a fun co-op game. Like you and your your uh, your wife would like it. I mean, girlfriend. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> I don't know, wife, significant other. Yes, yeah. that's the word. Okay. Partner. Oh, thank you guys. <laughs> yes. Were, like you actually, me, were you talking to me specifically there, or just in general? Yeah, just you in general. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Because I, I even I've been thinking about buying another controller so me and Pam could play it. Because I think we would have a good time playing this game yeah. as a co-op game. It has a full trophy list. That has the platinum trophy. Yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's trophies are actually uh, quite difficult to get. So oh, yeah. that's, that's a good thing. It's a good challenge. Mm-hmm. Steve might likes be, easy trophies. Much, yeah. It might be too much for you, <laughs> yeah. Maybe. but it, it, it's playing on a, uh, on full time employed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to play on full time mode. Stevie, oh. Steve wants a trophy like platinum for finishing the uh, tutorial. Yeah. That'd be oh. sick. <laughs> 
<laughs> Apply them the tutorial. Maybe if I can make like a special platinum just for you on the uh, P- PC uh, PS4 release of Pixel Jones. Oh, is that is the platinum? Is that an announcement right there? Well, I'm Ooh. actually going to bring it there. Like, of course, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it might be for PS5, but it'll happen. Yeah, Stupid. whatever. <laughs> um, Dan, what games are are you not playing this week? Not playing? <laughs> I'm not playing all of the games this week. <laughs> do you get a chance to do any gaming or no? Um, yeah, I tried. Um, I tried a little bit of this. Uh, Never gone. Um, I haven't really gotten a chance to really dive into it yet, to be honest. But I tried it a little bit. Just got it on the phone so I could have something to do. Mm. Um, and you know what I want to play? I just sort of sparked it up for a half hour. Mm-hmm. Is uh, get back into Red Dead. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, because that's just one that that totally flew under the radar for me mm-hmm. and my buddy let me borrow it and it's literally been sitting as i was trying to get through tomb raider and last of us and now that those are done i want to get back into that before i have some time to really invest into uncharted 4 and buy a ps4 mm-hmm. should just buy so, a ps4 yeah well um i want to talk to you about uncharted 4 and how how you know what you think of it it's fair which so that's your that's your thing right we're going to end with you? Move on to Tabby? <laughs> yeah, sure. Tabby, what, uh, I know you said you're super busy. Did you get a chance to do any gaming this week? That wasn't a game called Crunch? That wasn't, yeah. I didn't play my own game either, so <laughs> that's fun. Um, <laughs> I, was, uh, I just downloaded Light on Planet X, so I've been playing that on and off. Nice. nice. I like it. I like the music. It's good. I've been playing it on, uh, on full-time mode right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Steve, Steve was saying... Uh, I don't know if we ever got to the final answer on this, but didn't you mention, Steve, a couple of podcasts ago, if you're, you were curious if you could use your own music library with it? You cannot. You cannot. No. Cool. No. At least not right now. I don't think that's a thing you can do. Well, because it's kind of part of the, the, you know, the development of the game is licensing yeah. all, of, all of this music and whatnot, right? Yeah, exactly. So it would be a little bit weird if you could just use anything that you wanted. Right, and I think the beats are timed pretty specifically to the songs that they've got. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, I've been so I've I've been playing Uncharted Four. Uh, it's pretty dope. So I didn't like Uncharted Three. Dan, did you like it or? I loved everything Uncharted. Really? Mm-hmm. I, Uncharted Three to me was like just really crappy, like level designs, and I just thought the enemies were like too difficult like there was too many enemies that where you could just shoot them and like nothing would happen um they wouldn't like they would just keep shooting at you you know uh i don't know i just remember playing that game and just being like man this is not like as good as two but four i don't know if it's the pacing or if it's uh just the level design or the story or something like it's i'm i'm down with it it's so good uh it has one of the best easter eggs in a video game ever um for fans of naughty dog games Spoil it. No, I can't spoil it. I'll tell you afterwards. It's on the internet. Everyone knows of it. (laughs) Oh, so you you know about it already? Yeah, IGN had it up there, like, day one. Oh, really? Yeah, you don't have to spoil it. I'm not calling you out to do such, (laughs) but I'm just saying it is out there. I'll just tell you. Dan, I'll tell you, like, afterwards. But um, it's it's awesome. Um, The whole time I'm playing it, though, I'm like, man, I wish I was just playing Last of Us 2. Like, I'd just rather play (laughs) that. Uh... (laughs) I don't know. I 
Last of Us, I'm just a huge fan of. Talked about it on the podcast. Solid four out of ten, as Brad mentioned. Um, well, it has a very different energy that game, right? For sure, like, no, for sure. So sort of guttural and and I don't want to say real, but it's really it was really edgy. It was a lot darker, that's for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. And I mean, I'm, have the humor and the banter that Uncharted has. Yeah, and, I, and I'm I'm like sneaking around and killing enemies in Uncharted, and I'm just like, you know, I'm like I kind of want to just download Last of Us again and play that. <laughs> Uh, just waste some clickers. Yeah, exactly. The the multiplayer in Uncharted is dope too. Like everything about the game is just like so polished and so good. Like it just everything about it is just awesome. Um, if if you liked the first three, like you should get it. It it's a good it's, so far. Like I haven't been in. I'm like on the tenth or eleventh chapter, mm-hmm. so about halfway through I think. Um, and so far, like, the story is just, like, way better than what 3 was. And just everything about it is just, like, way better. Mm-hmm. There are interactions between you and your brother and everything mm-hmm. like that. Just It's just much... It's just a funner game, really, than 3. And I was I was really, like, kind of uh, down on 3. I didn't like it at all, so... Really? Yeah. Um, 2 I loved. 1 was good. 2 I loved. I didn't like 1, but I liked 2. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think I finished 3... I have it. It's on my. I have it over here somewhere, but I just didn't get time to actually play it. I think it's still in its wrapper. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, at that time of purchasing. I was full time mode. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't play it. See, I was actually I was actually in unemployed mode when Uncharted Three came out, and I beat it in like two <laughs> days. But nice. <laughs> it, just, it just wasn't like I did not have a fun time while doing it. So. Mm. Um, I did not like one. It, it was such a cumbersome control. I did not get into it. Well, it has but, the, uh, I, it has some of the motion controls, right? The throw grenades, you had to like rotate oh, the yeah. controller back and forward and stuff. Yeah, it was some silly, silly ideas. Yeah. But uh, two was pretty solid. Yeah, I should play three. I should actually sit down and play three. Three was fun. But I mean, or, sorry, two is two is one was fun. So I might say um, I liked it. It seems like the sequels of most games always seem to be the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I also picked up uh, Borderlands Collection because it was like 20 bucks, And I figured what the hell. Some friends at work are playing it, but I didn't get to play it that much. So I tried four. What came, what, what came in the collection? Uh, it's just two in, it's two and pre-sequel and all the DLC. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, those, are, those are pretty good. Yeah. I like two. I played two a lot. It was a lot of fun. And... I uh, played a little bit of pre-sequel, but some friends at work are picking it up, and I got an email about how, or picked it up, because it was, like, on sale on PSN a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then um, I got an email from EP Games saying that it's going to be, like, 20 bucks, and I was like, yep, so we hmm. were downtown last night, or yesterday, and got some Bullet trigger? Yep. That's a good sale. I have the pre-sequel, whatever it is, on PC, and then the collector's edition on my PS3 nice. for part two. Yeah, I'm a fan of Borderlands. Borderlands one is a little weak, but it's good. But two is like really good. Yeah, two is solid. Yeah, it's they really knew what they were doing when they made two. <clears throat> all right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Um, wrap it. All right. Uh, <laughs> Some of you, us got to go into full time mode now. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. All three of you really actually. Um, all right. If you want to follow Brett uh, on Twitter, you can do so at Brett Meeser, at Game Dev Drinks, at TP Smoke, and at Heart Circle. Uh, stay up to date on that Billions of Cats, yo. Um, <laughs> if you want to follow Dan and talk and watch him talk about music and stuff that I don't understand, you can do so at Composing Dan. 
if you want to follow Tabby and everything about Quench and Axon Interactive, you can do so at Tabby Rose and at Axon Interactive. And once again, if uh, if you're listening to this and you haven't backed Quench, you should do so, and you have until Friday to do so. Or else we're going <laughs> to too late if you're listening. <laughs> Just do it. Some do people it. might skip around. I have no idea. I, I sometimes skip around podcasts. And, um, cool. Yeah. Tabby, thanks for joining us. Thanks. It was fun. Yeah. yeah nice to have you. <laughs> cool. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cool. Catch you guys later. Awesome. Peace.